Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. keep making art and you'll get better but it can be disappointing for some artists that like their vision doesn't match up to their ability for a part of their career until their ability and skills catch up to their vision you want the american dream you want a happy life the freedom but cannot enjoy the journey while you get there Firefly by Iris Janet is a woman podcast where the host, Iris Janet, shares inspiring stories, interesting interviews, and powerful strategies for women all around the world that help you reach your greatest potential while enjoying the path to your destination. How many books have you purchased that just sit on your shelf on read? Do you struggle with finding the time to read or really make you sleepy? If you are like me and you have a collection of those on-read stories and wonderful books, well, let me tell you, we have great news for you. I find the solution to our problem. With Audible, you can enjoy your favorite story while driving, cooking, exercising, or even showering. I put my earpods, and there you go. I'm taking a shower and listening to my favorite book. Multitasking has never been easier. Audible is now offering a free book with your no-risk 30-day trial. And this trial is for free. It's free trial for 30 days and you get one book for free. If you do not love Audible, at the end of the 30 days, you can cancel the subscription and you continue keeping your book for free. So to download Audible and get your free trial book, please go to www.audibletrial.com slash firefly. Again, www.audibletrial.com slash firefly. This is podcast interview with Jessica Libor. How to stop procrastination and finish it what you start. Benjamin Franklin said, you may delay, but time will not. And Tony Robbins said, the best way to deal with procrastination is to postpone it. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Firefly by Iris Janet. Thank you for listening. And for those who are new audience, welcome to the show. And if you are new here, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can always get the new notification on when the show will be published. And if you know anyone that can be inspired by this message, please copy the link and share with them. Today, we will be discovering how we can stop procrastination and start doing what we love to do. Jessica is an award-winning artist, a professor, a curator with lots of experience in the art world. She has helped many of her clients with her coaching courses and trainings. She has helped her clients with her Transformational Life Program, the Luminary Artist Academy, 
to reach their feminine visual artists and transform their art practice and career from the inside out. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Jessica Livor. Hello, Jessica. Hello, hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for accepting this invitation. There's a lot of writers, a lot of people with great talents that right now are listening to us. So I'm super happy that you're going to inspire them. Oh, I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah, I'll do my best for sure. Thank you. So let's know a little bit about Jessica. Tell me how this transformation happened. Yeah, so, um, well... My name is Jessica Lynn Libor, and I, I'm based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's where I grew up. I have traveled many places in my early 20s just to gain some art training. Um, I've studied in Florence, Italy, at the Grand Central Atelier, also at the Pennsylvania Academy of the Fine Arts. Um, I just, when I was discovering the arts, I really just wanted to soak in everything that I could. And I really fell in love with realism. So like depicting things as they are. And there was something magical about that. And I think part of the magic is that it was challenging. It was difficult for me to be able to capture something. But when I was able to capture something and get the likeness right, then it was incredibly satisfying. So that really was something that drew me in. And I also just, I loved all the classical arts and I would marvel at how people were able to create such masterpieces in all my travels. And so I really loved the more classical, more um, realistic art. And as I went through my career, my art career, I started to also appreciate other kinds of art as well. So if you look at my art now, it has a blend of classical and some modern influences as well with like the color and some of the brush strokes and everything, but it still has a lot of that, like that classical heart to it. That is yeah. inspiring. I always think that art is kind of like the expression of our soul, right? Yes, absolutely. That's one thing that I really try to share with my clients and students. And, you know, because there's so many different kinds of art out there, right? So many different kinds of artists and every artist wants to know who's serious about their craft. How do I make it in the art world? How do I become a success? How does my art reach the highest level? Not only of creativity, but also like that other people can see its value as well. And the thing that I always tell them as it's really an inside job. So it, it's from the inside out as an artist. So you have to look within yourself and see what am I inspired by? What are the things that move me? What do I love to paint? And when you paint with that passion, that passion is actually that magic ingredient that other people are going to see and be really drawn to. Like that is your secret sauce. Yeah, people look for like a quick fix or marketing tips and stuff like that. And those things can all definitely help. But that magic ingredient is really you and your passion and just trusting that there will be people out there who really resonate with that. I agree. I was reading in your social media and in your webpage that you are involved in a NASA project. What is that about? Oh, yes. The Lunar Codex. It's very exciting. <laughs> yeah. So I submitted my art to the Lunar Codex. There's a gentleman, Samuel Perlata, I believe his last name is. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But he used to work with NASA and he is heading up this program with them that he's creating these time capsules that NASA is going to send up to the moon. And they include basically 
cultural artifacts, I think is what he calls them. And they include um, some musical performances, as well as theater and poetry, as well as a curated selection of art that he has curated. And he likes my work and he wanted to include it. So it was very exciting. That um, is very ambitious. I like that. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's very exciting. And now I'm working with him to actually curate a show. So I have a gallery and it's called Era Contemporary. And so I'm curating a show with Samuel and it's going to be called Legends of the Moon. And all the artists who make it into the show are also going to be, their art will be sent to the moon as well. Yeah. Oh, I like that name, Legends of the Moon. I am in love with the moon. The moon is yeah. so magical. Oh, so magical and so feminine too. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing. And But it's not going to be like the physical art being sent to the moon. It's a digital encoding of the art. So and we're not sending like hundreds of pounds of art to the moon. <laughs> yeah. That is so nice. That is so nice. I would love to, to follow that. Yeah. Um, as an artist, I imagine that you have experienced this too. And many of our audience probably have experienced this. And we actually go through this in many of the different things, not only as an artist, but in many other different aspects of our life. Mm -hmm. Procrastination. Mm -hmm. Do you ever find that? in your career that it was a moment where you procrastinating what you wanted to do into painting and just yes. stop it or did that happen to you absolutely absolutely i definitely experienced that so making art for me is very pleasurable so for me it feels like a reward like ah oh, i get to paint now you know it's like everything else fades away and i'm just really absorbed in the picture but procrastination can happen for a couple of reasons. And I've actually read books about this and I've implemented strategies in my own life so that I won't procrastinate. Procrastination can happen, number one, because you fear making a mistake. So if you feel like you're a perfectionist, if you feel like your art has to be perfect, then you're more likely to procrastinate because you fear making a mistake. And if it's always like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm capable of doing it, but I just haven't done it yet. Then it, it remains this like far off dream and you never have to rise to the challenge. So it can be a comfort thing that like, you know, you're, you're keeping yourself safe by not risking imperfection. So that is something that I really realized for myself because, you know, it's kind of like writers with a blank page, artists with a blank canvas, you just have to dive in and start somewhere because it can be a little bit intimidating. You just have to keep making art and you'll get better, but it can be disappointing for some artists that like their vision doesn't match up to their ability for a part of their career until their ability and skills catch up to their vision. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So yeah. that there's any like steps where yeah. you get there because that's the, that's, I guess that's the challenging getting there and start painting, right? Or start writing or start while you, let's say yeah. working out. I have a hard time in the workout yeah. area. <laughs> I say, I'm going to start today and today I start and then tomorrow I stop. Yeah. What steps can we do to help us with that? So things that I do to really help me with it is scheduling. So like scheduling in, this is my time to paint. And then also scheduling in tiny, 
tiny little parts. So there was a point in time this winter where I hadn't painted for a couple of weeks. I was just like working on other things, working with my students, things like that. And it became this like big thing to like start painting again. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go outside and I'm just going to paint for a half an hour. And I'm going to paint on this old piece of board. So it's not like super important. And it's only a small part of the day. I'm not going to try to make a masterpiece. I'm just going to like start the action of painting. And guess what? When I'm out there, I got so absorbed in it. I was out there for over an hour and I love what I created. I think that part of it is letting go, letting go of it being such a monumental thing and starting with baby steps to kind of ease your way back in. And you can do this every single day. Like you can schedule in the morning, like I'm just going to sketch for 15 minutes. And, you know, when you sketch for 15 minutes, then you're like into it and you want to do it more. Same for working out. If you have a goal of working out and you make that goal smaller of like, all I'm going to do is go to the gym and go on the treadmill for five minutes. That's super easy. But once you're there and you're like on the treadmill for five minutes, you might as well like continue. So, um, yeah, so that has helped me like, instead of making it this monumental thing of like, I have to make a masterpiece and then you freeze up, start with like baby steps. And then you gain the confidence once you have that routine to like build up to these bigger things. So that is, that's one way. Another way to stop procrastination is to give yourself a deadline and also to give yourself accountability. So we're all much um, more willing to, or much, it's just going to happen easier for us if we have accountability for something. So one example of this is uh, putting a public event let's say on Facebook or your Eventbrite page or something like that, like creating an event six months in the future, that's like your solo show. Maybe you have it in your house. Maybe you have it in a coffee shop. Maybe you have it at a space that you rent or somebody else's house that you know that has a great space. You know, just create this event six months into the future and you know, make it public, start inviting people, even if you haven't done any of the work yet. So now you have all these people, all these social ties who are, you know, expecting you to follow through and you are so much more willing to follow through on that. If everybody in your life knows you're doing it uh, rather than just like an idea in your head. So I've just noticed for me that works like a charm every single time. So, so that's what I do every year. I do like a series of like self-directed art shows or presentations because it helps me to keep creating work and, and feel a healthy amount of pressure and a healthy amount of like, um, uh, of growth. Like I want to be better this time than I was last time. And I know people are going to see it. So for me, that just, it helps me to be accountable. Now, some people, it works for them better to have like a one-on-one coach, something like that. Um, That can help as well, which is what I do for artists. I help them to, I help them to overcome limiting beliefs that are stopping them. But then I also help with the practical application Mm -hmm. of being an artist and, you know, starting a collector, dedicated collector list and really growing your career in every avenue. But I think it can be helpful to have both, like somebody that you know, you're know you working with. And yes. I've worked with lots of coaches as well. And then also like some kind of a public 
event to hold yourself accountable so that you feel that pressure to finish um, in a healthy way. We support specializes in creating and growing exceptional brands. In today's virtual world, social media is an essential marketing technique required to create online presence. Social media is a new way people communicate, shop, and learn. With countless things changing on social media, it can get overwhelming running those ads and campaigns. We Support Group can help your business be more efficient and profitable. And today we have a special offer for business owners with little to no social media presence. Let us help you grow a profitable business. Our consultants are experts in identifying your strategy. For more information, visit our page, wesupportgroup.net and take advantage of the special offer. And if you mention that you hear this offer at Firefly by Iris Janet, you'll also get a 10% discount. We support modernizing how people connect with business. Now that you mentioned limited belief, what are the typical limited beliefs that an artist can have? Well, you know, artists are just humans as well. And so mm -hmm. I feel like the limiting beliefs an artist has a lot of just humans have, you know, in all different industries, yes. but I think it shows up in specific way for artists um, just because of the, the nature of the industry. I think that the art world is set up so that there's a lot of gatekeepers, for instance, gallery curators, museum curators, people who select you for exhibitions, people who tell you if you get into your the school you want to get into, people who judge grants, all that kind of thing. So there's all these gatekeepers in the art world. And I think that a lot of artists fall into the trap of feeling like victims. Like if nothing's happening for them for a while, then it can be a temptation to be bitter and feel like everything is outside of your control and get discouraged. So I think that that's really a, and there's a lot of beliefs that go into that, but I think that that's definitely an attitude that can hinder you instead of, yes. um, but I teach artists to, to take control of their careers, because what actually happens is when you start to see yourself in a really professional and really creative way, and you really start to like elevate your view of yourself and make choices that reflect that in your art and in your art business. And when you show the world that other people take notice and then those opportunities start really just coming to you. So it, again, it, it all does start inside for sure. I agree. I agree with that. And in true what you said, it shows in many different ways of our life, not necessarily as, you know, as an artist, but it shows those limited belief, they show up in many different things, in looking for a job, having a relationship, you know, in every different way. And I remember listening to, you remember Mel Robinson, that she said the one, two, three thing that you don't think. Oh, yeah. And I think sometimes we, we don't have to think, we just have to just go for it. Just yes. think about it. Because when you think that's when you actually kind of like stop and find mm -hmm. those limited belief mm -hmm. to stop you for those things that you wanted to do, right? Yeah. So if, we, if we're going to give the audience three main things that they should do in their personal life mm -hmm. internally, what will be those three things to do to starting today to go ahead and work in that art or in that passion that they have, not necessarily a painter, right? But anyone who wants to, to begin today and say, you know what, I'm going to honor myself and I'm going to go for it. What yeah. would you say that will be those three things that are primordial to do that? Okay. So that's such a great question. First of all, 
I would say that your desires are good and you know, you have your desires for a reason and that's because they're possible for you. Now, whether or not you choose to pursue them is totally up to you, but they are there in the field of possibility because they are possible for you, but it's up to you whether you want to step into that. So know that it's possible for you. That's the first thing. Um, the second thing is to lean into it. So I would say take classes, see what kinds of art making you like, see what kinds of imagery you like to create, see what happens when you put your brush onto the canvas, what kinds of imagery comes out, what kinds of colors comes out. So there is a period of discovery for an artist who's who's a be, you know beginning to explore their creativity. So you want to see like what you're naturally drawn to. Another thing is go to museums. You can go to museums and see what pieces you're naturally drawn to because that is going to tell you something about what you like and what you are going to want to create. So and you may like very different things. You may like a, a wild abstract and you may like something that's like very refined. Mm -hmm. But it's the artist's task to eventually all of those influences, you can, you can weave them together into your own unique personal style. So, but it starts with like recognizing what it is you like, and then also seeing what comes out of you. In my courses, I have different, um, different methods for you to do that specific exercises with drawing and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely lean into it take classes to discover different techniques and go to museums. The other thing is go to, go to like contemporary art openings. I would say if you're interested in becoming an artist, you know, see if you can spend some time with professional artists, like people who are already doing it for a living. And that's what really changed my life is meeting and working with different artists who were at the top of their field because it really elevated my professionalism as an artist. And then also made me believe that it's, it's really possible. And yes. it also made me realize how much work goes into it because people see the talent, but they don't see that these artists are, you know, working eight hours a day on their paintings, just like a regular job. So those are a few of the things, but then the last thing, and I would actually think that this is the most important is to write down the reasons why you think that you can't be an artist, professional artist. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, write them all down, write them all down and just keep going until you have no more reasons. And then on the opposite side of the paper, write the opposite of that statement if it were possible. And you'll see that it's just a matter of mindset. Truly is Definitely. just a matter of mindset. Definitely. You know, that's kind of like an exercise that I started doing a couple months ago, writing good things about myself and mm. not to be repeated, five things every day, right? And then the second day I run out of things. I was like, oh my gosh, it is so easy for me to talk about good things about others. Yeah. But then when it's about me, you know, I keep repeating the same one and I'm like, no, I already wrote that one yesterday. I need to come on. So yes, I think those those type of exercise where you actually, you know, find those limited beliefs and you write it down and and that those make you kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. do the analysis of, hey, this is not really so hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jessica, where they can find information about you, because I think this is great. I have seen a lot of 
people who are willing to help you in the art or painting or but not finding the combination between yourself mm -hmm. and the artist job and mm -hmm. that's exactly what we need to actually work with right because it's inside absolutely so i am great i am great pleasure i have great pleasure to know that you are doing this where they can find information about you yeah yeah and that's why i started this program for artists the luminary arts academy was because i couldn't find that as well and i wanted to share everything that i learned both the inner inner work and then also the business work as an artist. So yeah, you can find me at, we well, can look at my personal artwork at jessicalibor.com. And then um, you can find my teaching and uh, my, my classes at the visionaryartistsalon.com. And, um, and then my Instagrams are visionary artist salon and Jessica Libor studio. That's great. That's great. We're going to have all the details of your information in the details of the show. And also they can find it in the website, www.fireflybyirisjourney.com. There will be the podcast in all the details of Jessica. Anyone they want to contact her and want to discover the artistic part of you. Sometimes we don't even know it's there and we know, but we cannot actually express it because mm -hmm. all those limited beliefs that we may have or that mindset that is mm -hmm. limiting us to express mm -hmm. our art. Thank you so much for this, this interview. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the message. I am excited for all the good things that we're going to see happening. Anything uh, else that you want to tell to our audience before we leave? Well, thank you. I'm, I'm honored. It's such a pleasure to meet you. And I would say to anybody out there who's like, interested in the arts or interested in dabbling, even if you don't want to be a professional artist, um, art is good for your soul, everybody's soul. So uh, everybody has a creative side, um, even if you can't draw a stick figure, which is what I hear people say a lot. Um, <laughs> you can make marks with your hands, right? And even just that act can bring, um, can bring a release of creativity, which bleeds out into every part of your life and it makes us happier. So I would yeah, say yeah. follow your dreams and embrace your creativity. Great. Thank you so much. And to our audience, thank you for being here with us. Don't forget to subscribe to Firefly by Iris Janet podcast. You can listen to us in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other platforms where you can have a podcast edition. Thank you so much. And don't forget to emit your light and attract all your desires. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.